Hello, and welcome back to the Wannabe Jedi podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Josh. And today, we're talking about Captain Rex, mm. the captain. CT7567. Not, not as good as CT5555. That's true. Fives is definitely Fives. the superior name. And number. Yes, and, number. and number for that. Getting, getting that aligned, oh, I would be CT99999. 99? Nine's my favorite number. Oh. <laughs> what was 99's number? Uh, I don't know what his official number was. It was it just nine? Now we have to look this up. <laughs> so 99 official number was, in fact... 99? Yeah, it looks like that. Cool. It does look that way. Oh, so anyway, off topic there for a second. But yes, so today we are discussing our first clone of the series, and we thought what better way to do it other than Captain Rex or Commander Rex with the latest season being promoted. At the end, even in the Battle of Endor... He was promoted to commander. So if I'm understanding this correctly, and yes, so for those of you that did not know, he did appear at the Battle of Endor. If you look up Captain Rex Battle of Endor, you'll see the photo. It was originally an unnamed soldier, but his description matches pretty well. So they ended up making that Captain Commander Rex. Yeah, thank Dave Filoni for that, because in 2016, he's the one who proposed that change from that soldier to actually making it canon in the universe to make that soldier the one with the gray beard and fit the description of Captain Rex later in Rebels to be canon Captain Rex in Battle of Endor. So pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. Once I heard that, I, I remember the same instance, and I remember where I was, and I'm like, yes, make this happen. Because, you know, we, we fell in love with Captain Rex after the Clone Wars and Rebels, too, so definitely a good change. Great job, Dave Filoni. It's, actually, it's so impressive to me that going into the Clone Wars, everyone thought it was going to be highlighting, you know, Anakin's adventures and kind of that period between episode two and three. And like when you exit Clone Wars after season seven, your favorite characters are Ahsoka, Maul, and Rex, all of which no one would dream would be like back. Yeah. So my question to you, Matt, is what episode did you like fall in love with Rex? Where in the Clone Wars? Mine was actually in the first season when they had the rookies, the rookies episode. Oh yeah. Like Cody and, and Rex and the, the rookies. When the squad was just doing uh, it was on like that command post, right? That command post echo or something. Yeah, Rishi Station. Yes, that where they had to defend and destroy. And, oh, the sacrifice. Oh, of heavy. Yeah, for rip heavy. Yeah, rip heavy. Fives and Echo were there, and yeah, Cody was there too, right? Yeah, and Cody. Rex. Yeah, definitely. That was a good episode because all you see. So he's talking to the rookies. There's this big worm creature that comes out of like the underground yeah and Rex yeah, just yeah. turns around takes out his pistol and just shoots him in the eye and I mean that just that shows was a James Bond yeah James Bond moment right there <laughs> definitely a James Bond moment that was my moment when I fell in love with Rex I mean in Clone Wars movie he didn't have that much he had screen time but we didn't like have a feel for him yet because it was definitely focused around Anakin Ahsoka Obi-Wan Count Dooku the Huts. Yeah, for me, I don't think I really fell in love with Rex until you got to see the holistic story of him in Rebels. And then you go back to season seven and they just gave Rex so much emotion and purpose that it's hard not to like him, you know? Yeah. For Order 66, those last four episodes, definitely we can see in Rex that he has the emotion and we love him by then. And we can see that, you know, he it takes him crying to try to withstand him going against Ahsoka 
in that last four episodes. Oh my gosh, the tear. Oh, I remember that. I remember that tear. I couldn't see it. So I, I watched the episode as we talked about in our previous podcast, like our specials, that I watched it like a couple times. And the first time I was watching an iPad in my bed because, you know, you want to wake up and you want to watch it first thing. You got to wake Yeah, you got to wake up really early for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I watched it and I could see the tear. But then when I, when I watched it on like either my monitor or on a TV, I couldn't see the tear. So people probably missed that because I couldn't see it. I wonder if it was a re- reflection or like something like that. Because I saw I watched all of the episodes on my phone because I had Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And I reckon I remember the tear. You know what? That'd be a really good, interesting question is like, do you remember the Rex tier if you watched it on like a TV versus a computer or a phone? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's what, that was one of my observations of just like, huh. Like I'm, I looked out for it because like, again, the first time I saw it, I'm like, that's Rex's soul is trying to fight against his programming, internal programming with that yeah. chip. So when we started like talking about Rex, one of the things that I wanted to know was kind of how he became captain. And along those lines, because it's kind of unclear. All of a sudden, he just appears and he's Captain Rex. So I was curious about his history. So I looked at it a little bit. Yeah. And the only thing I saw was that he served on the first Battle of Geonosis. So he was one of the first clones produced. Gotcha. But Cody Uh, wasn't. Correct. Which is weird. Yeah. That Cody outranked him. I guess maybe Cody had more managerial and leadership skills, you know? Let's just talk about that duo. That duo with Cody and Rex is like pristine yeah which until then he didn't work alongside him until tibrin yeah and at that point that's also when rex received the what we now know as the jake eyes mm-hmm. uh, which is his like signature helmet which is considered a combat honor gotcha i noticed when rewatching rebels recently that kanan you know the blinders yeah it kind of represents the same symbols as what rex had on his helmet Interesting. I did not know that. I, oh, you're right. I just pulled it up here. It's pretty pretty cool. I, I didn't notice it until I watched Rebels recently. Like, yeah. Like, hmm. Also, so what's even more interesting, because I just I went down this little rabbit hole here. It's from the Mandalorian culture. Oh. And so Death Watch members have the Jig eyes on their helmets. Interesting. For example. Mm-hmm. So who do you think put it on Kanan's blinder? Was it Sabine? Or do you think it was Rex or somebody else? I don't know. When do we see the blinder versus when do we see... Sorry, I know this is going down the Kanan path, but this is very interesting to talk about. Yeah. So Jag Eyes is very short, or is short for something that I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Um, basically, it's Shriek for Man... In Mandalorian, it's called Shriek Hawk Eyes. Mm-hmm. Looking at the Shriek Hawkeyes versus the Jag, I think it would be Sabine that put on for the blinder. Gotcha. They're almost identical and they represent the same thing. Yeah. But I think it's it's based on different cultures. Gotcha. I didn't know the the history of it of those symbols. Yeah, it's very interesting. It looks like it's it's originally from Mandalorian culture. Yeah. My question is, did you like Rex's Phase One or Phase Two outfit for armor? Phase two, phase two. Yeah, phase two was was iconic. Yeah, I, I feel like that's where we get the most of Rex's actual, like the amount of time that we spend with him is majority in phase two. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's more his speed. Definitely. And, and just how we met and everything. So we're watching a couple episodes. We see that Rex has gone up against like Grievous and I don't know if Count Dooku 
I I think I remember, you know, there's some kind of, not interaction, but, you know, Anakin is, they're leaning into mission. But I think Grievous had the opportunity to kill Rex, but didn't because, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I think the fandom would have been upset if he went out that way. I agree. I would be upset. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad that Rex showed up in Clone Wars and eventually in Rebels and in, I guess, in episode six, you could say. Maybe we'll see him in the future. Maybe hopefully in Mandalorian. I don't know, Matt. How do you feel about that? Uh, expand the universe. I guess I can just say that. Yeah. And everyone knows. Everyone who's listened to the podcast knows what I mean. Expand the universe. We're going to get into kind of if there's anything else we want to see him in a little bit later on. Yeah. I, I won't say that I'll hate it because it's not confirmed who's going to be back. I think it would be weird only because of how the clones age. Yeah. When you think about it, they were bred to basically develop really fast, which also means that they would slow down very fast. I mean, we see that Rex, what, was like equivalent to about a 10-year-old, but he was like that 20-year-old, 20, 30-year-old kind of body Mm -hmm. at that point in mind because of just the fast clone development. Doesn't it accelerate their- Yeah, um, the growth serum. Yeah. And so you know, that also means that he's going to decelerate and become a elderly person a lot quicker. So I kind of like to think that post-Empire falling, post-Endor, kind of similar to Hera, settles down on a beach somewhere with a nice blue milk in his hand and, <laughs> and just chilling, yeah. especially after all he's seen. Yeah, he's been to the Clone Wars and the Empire. <laughs> I guess we can bring this up now because we're not going to go in any specific order. But one thing that I really do like that everyone did with the show when he appeared in Rebels was kind of give him that flashback. And you really get to see, I guess you can see the PTSD is the best way to describe it with him. Mm -hmm. And that's a really good way to kind of teach kids and everyone that even your superheroes like Rex being a beloved character can be suffering from these things quietly, you know? Yeah, and, and so I thought that was a really good homage to build awareness and break the stigma around PTSD, and I guess you can say mental health in that regard. Yeah, they do a great job with that. We could see in Rebels before the Phoenix team picks up Rex. Yeah. That I mean, he's living leisurely with his two brothers, Gregor and Wolf, mm-hmm. but they were in fear, still in fear of the Empire. They were retired, but. They were still, I mean, they're afraid of Jedi because they that th- thought any Jedi would probably want revenge on them. Well, I guess that's not, not the Jedi way, but I guess some kind of getting it back. But it's hard to see, you know, were they living in leisure? Or were they still on the run? Were they in fear? What do you think? I, I think that they were done because technically the people that would have reported that Rex was no longer, like was a, a traitor. Mm-hmm. all died i mean as sad as that is so he didn't have any ghost i guess. Well, i mean he had ghosts of his past but he didn't have the empire actively looking because they just thought okay these soldiers finish their duty and they're done yeah you know they don't know that the chips are gone or not all the chips are gone i, I believe but like for like wolf and uh gregor it's not like they were worried about the empire coming and taking them out for being traitors they were worried once the rebels showed up yeah but not prior to that that's true. So I, I like to think that it was leisurely. I mean, granted, they had been through so much that, like, I'm sure that there wasn't. And as we see when they have to battle the super battle droids for some reason, or uh, not super battle droids, just the regular battle droids, that you can see that he's not okay. He's not over it. Yeah. And then I, I would say after they conquered the final Clone Wars battle. Yeah, in Rebels. Yeah, in Rebels. I feel like after that, it was uh, a turning point for him in 
recognizing everything that happened. I wouldn't say up until then that he was living free. Yeah. I did like that episode in Rebels with the last Clone Wars. Like, they had the strategic droid from the Separatists, Mm -hmm. and then they had Rex. And they're like, yeah, we'll make amends and we'll go both against the Empire. Oh, can we talk about the fact that they even brought back the old uh, soundtrack and audio? Oh, yeah. In the in the opener, instead of playing the Rebels theme, they played the Clone Wars theme. Oh, I do not recall that. You don't remember that? I do not. Oh, you'll have to go back and watch it. I forget what season it's in. I think it's in two or three. It's I think two. It's two because I rewatched three and four recently and I, I did not see that episode. Yeah, it's very interesting to see. Yeah. I kind of liked it. I, it was a fun episode because all of a sudden it's like a callback to what so many Star Wars fans loved, which was the Clone Wars. And if you remember, I, actually, I wonder because I didn't watch. Obviously, I didn't watch them in real time. But for a lot of people, they were really upset with Disney for just canceling Clone Wars and then going to Rebels. So I wonder if that episode is like a favor for them or just like a reminder that they canceled it. Yeah, we did get before, a last season, but <laughs> No, but I mean, like looking back, like when you first saw it, all of a sudden that was their quote unquote end of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a Disney saying, yeah, we're done with this. We're not coming back to it. This is your wrap up and, and we're done. I wonder how people reacted to that. That'd be very interesting to hear about. I don't think I watched that in real time. I watched season three and four in real time, but mm-hmm. I do not recall the fandom and what their reactions were to that episode. I had my own reactions. I really liked it. I thought it was... I thought it was fun. Yeah. I thought it was just a fun episode and they did a great job with it. Even though, you know, you, you still root for the clones to win. At least I did. <laughs> I mean, there was just a huge character development. Like we've talked about basically this entire time about like the PTSD and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All of that came from this episode with us being able to actually see it. I mean, you even see Kanan struggling with it a little bit too when he, you know, is very standoffish with Rex yeah. when they first meet because it's clones. They're they're programmed to kill. You don't know. You don't know is what he kept saying to uh I mean kept saying to Kanan had PTSD. Oh, hundred percent from his master Balapa and her death with the yep. clones and then him on the run, as we talked about in our Kanan episode. Yeah, where he resorted to uh drinking and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. We see in Rebels that for any clone, Rex in this case, to allow for Kanan to gain trust in a clone, Rex is the perfect clone for that because he was under Anakin Skywalker. He was allowed to have somewhat of an emotion, as we see in the last episodes, with him crying, like we talked about, crying with Ahsoka. What clones Mm -hmm. have done that? I mean, you don't see, in episode three, you don't see anybody, because they all have their helmets on, you don't see their emotions, but for a clone to cry, (laughs) they're bred for war. So Rex is just such a unique character. Yeah, I really enjoy Rex. I think he's one of the best developed characters in the TV shows. You really got to see a great view of him yeah where do you think he went after the end of season seven Ooh, that's a great question and we're going to talk about that after this break Welcome back, Padawans. We are still talking about Captain Rex. And I posed a question to Matt about what do you think happened or where did you think Rex went after the last episode in Season 7? You know, I'm going to be honest. I think he went back to Coruscant. 
to save the other clones, anyone that had already like been through it, and to get those chips removed. I think he probably tried to. Maybe with some of the trusted ones, like Wolf, like we were saying. Yeah. Gregor, I think since he was in the explosion in one of the Clone Wars episodes, I think that his chip got like damaged during that explosion, and that's mm-hmm. why he's a little bit kind of crazy in, in, in Rebels. But yeah, some somehow I'm thinking, okay, Plo Koon was in a Starfighter, and Wolf is strictly ground-based pretty much so where would he be during that time of order 66 do you think he'd be on Coruscant I don't know he might be might be if he's grounded I mean other than maybe in the outer rim patrolling one of their bases I could see him being back on maybe even Camino training some of the new soldiers that were going to be coming up in the ranks maybe he was doing something like that helping out with the training portion because he didn't go against Plo Koon. That was another clone. Yeah. So we could say, like, in Clone Wars, when Rex says, I didn't turn against my Jedi, from a certain point of view, that's true. True. But in another way, it's not true. <laughs> because he didn't go against Anakin. He went against Ahsoka. But then, again, that is not technically a Jedi, but also... Yeah, I didn't quite... The way I kind of thought they might go with it in the Clone Wars were... She's not a, <laughs> because we know from Mace Windu, citizen. We know that she's yeah. not a Jedi. <laughs> so I thought maybe they would give a pass and maybe Rex would meet up with them later on. Oh, it's, it, that, it's such a heartbreaking episode. So I thought maybe that would be the case. Yeah. But I do feel like Rex either went to Kamino or Coruscant to meet up with some of the clones. Because you have to remember, they were retired, and they were I think they were given like pay, so that way they could just live out the rest of their lives for their service to the Empire, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Some maybe got recruited to the Empire. Most of that thought would be in the Expanded Universe, but I think some did, at least for strategic. Like, they were officers or, or high-ranking officers to train the stormtroopers, but... Yeah, I could see something like that, but I also could see them being a lot of here let's give you the money and now you can do whatever you want uh just don't go against the empire kind of thing they didn't probably remove their chips or anything in case for whatever reason something happened yeah the clones had to do that themselves so very interesting to discuss and that kind of leads me into what some people have been calling for which is a bad batch rex series and and just like a post clone wars i would enjoy that and for me, the only thing I would way I would really love it, maybe not even love it's the right word, but enjoy it a lot would be if it was just a miniseries, kind of like the Kenobi, just a few episodes, nothing crazy. I just want to see maybe how mm-hmm. Rex met up with the other clones that we then find him on in uh, Rebels. But other than that, like, I don't know if there's really... I wouldn't want a series about them completing these missions and and turning against the Empire or who's the enemy. I think it could just be something as simple as Rex. Maybe he has to be on the run or maybe he has to blend in and removing the chips of Gregor and Wolf to then allow them to live like they were still clones, but with free minds kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Again, I wouldn't want it to be more than four to five episodes. I like to leave some stuff to the imagination, too, as as I've highlighted, so I wouldn't want to see anything more than that. I don't know if Disney will go down that path. I'm perfectly okay if they don't, though. Yeah, I'm in the same boat, too. I mean, I'd like to see more of Clone Wars because they do have 
unfully rendered episodes, but seeing a post show, like many series would be perfect, but a whole new series, again, like I've expressed in our previous episodes, and show with, about finding Ezra, that's what I want. Ooh, so that brings up a good point about the non-rendered Clone Wars. So it's worth noting that one of the writers for Clone Wars, Brent Friedman, mm-hmm. wrote scripts for a four-episode arc between Rex and R2-D2. And what was going to take place, and I'm going to read this verbatim off of the Wikipedia on Rex. I'll read the following, and I want to get your thoughts, Josh. Okay. A heated rivalry between the Clone Army's general ground forces and pilots and their droids would ultimately result in Rex flying a starfighter with R2 as his co-pilot. They would crash and be stranded together on one of the moons of Ryloth, where most of the episodes would take place. Rex and R2 reprogrammed a B2 super battle droid that they would grow attached to, and at some point, Rex was injured. Okay. I like that. I mean, in Galaxies of Heroes, we see that Rex does have a starfighter, and we don't see it in canon. Mm-hmm. He has an arc fighter, the, uh, yes. the assault fighters. Yes, yes, yes. And we don't ever see it in canon, so... I was wondering where that was from, and I think it was from those lost episodes or those unfinished episodes. But I would like to see it. I mean, just seeing how Rex would, I guess in this case with a B2 battle droid, how he would respond. And it would be interesting to see how he would like a battle droid because he was bred to shut them down, let's just say. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a filler episode kind of deal, but I think any episode with Rex... And even R2 would be awesome. I'm kind of okay that they didn't bring that in just because it would have made Rebels and that episode where we do get to see how Rex isn't over the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to see. So if in this episode, the super like the super battle droid they become attached to and you see that he has no attachment to those battle droids whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, unless that the battle droid ended up betraying them, then I think that would have been interesting. But until then, I wouldn't... If the battle droid didn't betray them, which again, this isn't canon, this was never released, but that was just what the arc was supposed to have, I, I don't think I would enjoy that as much. Yeah, now I'm just thinking about an alternate universe where that episode came out and then we see... <laughs> rex in rebels and then the droid that they reprogrammed is there and it's like a lost son kind of deal oh my gosh (laughs) just imagine daddy uh, just imagine han solo and kylo ren that scene but with the battle droid and rex (laughs) i don't the 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 battle droid saying i don't know if i have the strength to do it Oh my god. Okay, all right, all right. I'm for this. I'm for this. I can rally okay, behind uh, that one. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> but I wish I saw that Rex could fly. I mean, we see him like yeah. piloting kind of the, the Twilight, Anakin and Ahsoka's ship that they found in the movie, and then ends up getting destroyed when Obi-Wan takes it to uh, save the Duchess. I would be okay with that. We do get to see him fly the Y-Wing in rebels and you can see that he's a very good pilot so it's not Mm -hmm. something that he just learned overnight so i i I do agree that there was a missed opportunity to have him kind of flying around with that arc fighter yeah i would like to see him as a pilot because we get to see him on the ground infantry but we don't get to see him in the skies with the double blasters the double blaster pistols double blaster pistols you iconic for captain rex 
Even in Rebels, he had it. You know, I, so for in Star Wars The Old Republic, I'm going to bring it up because you brought up Galaxy of Heroes, so it's my turn to bring up <laughs> Star Wars The Old Republic. They don't have blasters similar to that, where it's just like the small little pistols, and I wish they did mm-hmm. because I would definitely get those for like a gunslinger or something like that, just so that way I can feel kind of Captain Rex-esque. I liked in Rebels when Captain Rex and even Gregor in the season finale, they had their Clone Wars guns, and they actually had like the same blue blaster bolts that they used, mm-hmm. laser bolts mm-hmm. that they used. So I thought, I mean, of course they, they were going to do it, but I just liked that touch. I thought it was a very good callback, in my mind, to Clone Wars. I agree. I agree. Well, that's pretty much all I had for actual Rex. I already highlighted about that I'm okay with not really seeing any more of him. Josh, do you want to take a second to highlight where you want to see him in? Yeah, I would like to see him. I don't know if in The Mandalorian, but I think he should make a brief cameo in hopefully the new show with Ahsoka and Sabine trying to find Ezra. Because I think, I mean, he would be very old at that point. I mean, he'd actually be around the same age as him in Endor. But I think just seeing him and getting a fulfilling end, I mean, again, leave it up to the imagination is awesome. I would just like to see that he lived a happy life. Because, you know, that's what fandom wants, at least I I want. Rex. Yeah, I, I think that it doesn't make for great TV, unfortunately, seeing that he's just like living his life peacefully. Yeah. So I would prefer just one last him... fight. No, one last fight. But no, <laughs> not <laughs> he's done. He's retired. He's retired. He's not going back. He's becoming that clone farmer. The the one that was a uh, abandoned or abandoner. Yeah. Just have him be that farming away or on a beach somewhere drinking blue milk and I'll, I'll be happy. I can see an appearance in that Rebels spinoff though as uh, hey, maybe he's just out in the Outer Rim and he's just looking for signs as travelers come by. Maybe he has a bar that he runs and so that way he can hopefully get some whispers of where Ezra is. You know, something like that. I, I wouldn't want it to be where he is fighting and doing battle just because he it would be quite old with how fast that they age yeah i agree what would rex's bar be called rex's bar Ooh, i feel like it's got to be something about clo- oh. 99 <laughs> no i was thinking like maybe like something like clankers something but that would put a bad that would be like a bad taste so i don't know if it would work yeah so i'm, I'm not sure you know what that's going to be our poll of today if you're listening out there, go to our social media. We're going to set out a question for you, and we want you to answer, what would Rex's bar be named? And I want you guys to- Or restaurant. Or restaurant, and then we will we will list it off on our 25th episode special on what some of the responses were and which ones we liked the most. Yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. Josh, you can start thinking of your name now. You're going to get a head start on this. Okay. <laughs> It's not going to be like Greeno. No, it's not going to it's not going to be Greeno. It's got to be better. And and we'll share we'll share what our uh either restaurant or bar name f- that Rex would be the owner of. How about a pub? A pub? A pub would work too. Any any of those. It could be a breakfast cafe. It could be a coffee shop. You guys let us know what the name of Rex's establishment would be. Yeah. Which does segue us perfectly to our 25th episode. As we highlighted previously, We are going to do a short hiatus. Um, It's going to be a couple of weeks so we can record some episodes, get ahead of it for our season two. Um, We're both going to be pretty busy this fall, so we want to make sure that we can keep producing this content for you guys. 
So while we're on that break, we're going to still be active on social media. There might be some live streams that we do. So you're going to make sure to follow us on all of those social medias to keep it all available to you guys and stay connected with us. Yeah. And that's going to be after our 25th episode. Yes, which will be our favorites episode where we'll be discussing all things that we liked about season one, some of our favorite moments, as well as what we're kind of might give you a sneak preview of what season two, some of the characters will be for season two. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. And Josh, why don't you tell everyone what we are doing for our 24th episode, the last character episode of season one. Josh, who's it going to be? Han Solo. Solo. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad we got that cue together i know <laughs> i'm gonna say this right now i think it's going to be a great episode as everyone i think knows because i've highlighted hansel is not my favorite i'm gonna be honest he's not my favorite yeah so i i think josh is gonna be carrying the weight with uh things that he liked and i do know one thing that i like and i will save it I will save it. Okay, okay. Spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. We're, we're doing spoiler no free. Spoilers. And it'll also be our last episode of Star Wars Lines for season one. So we kept score. We're still there on that. We have the score written down. Don't worry. So you're in for a pretty good treat to end off season one for the characters, at least. So we'll see you guys all next week for Han Solo. Take care, everyone. Follow us on social media at Wannabe Jedi Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and at Wannabe Jedi Cast on Twitter. We'll see you guys all real soon. May the force be with you all. Oh, <laughs>